Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. All right, let us begin. And today we are going to go deeper in the scriptures to show how you can use dreams to uh, unlock several things in life. Also, Einstein, the theory of relativity. He had a dream about a cow being electrocuted. And he got the dream of the, of the, the idea of relativity out of that dream. There is um, benzene, benzene, which is the base of many medicines, many medicines. And benzene is also used to create plastics, raisins, synthetic fibers, rubber lubricants, dyes, and of course, many medicines. Benzene, the benzene formula was discovered by a man who saw a snake in a dream and the shape of the skin and the shape of the snake was the formula, the scientific formula for benzene. You know how we have H2O, which is water? This, he saw the snake shaped like the scientific formula of uh, benzene. That's why I say, don't be quick to bind snakes in dreams. Don't be quick to observe fast. Observe fast. Amen. Frederick Banting, who created insulin to treat diabetes. Insulin to treat diabetes. Had this in a dream. The speed of light, Albert Einstein, speed of light. You know, Albert Einstein was actually a dreamer. There are people the Bible calls a dreamer. We'll see that today. Albert Einstein was a dreamer. The speed of light. He dreamt he was moving very fast and he was moving as fast as light. And that's when he came up with the theory of the speed of light. The number infinity of infinity, it's pi, pi, pi. Pi equals what? Let me see how many mathematicians are here. <laughs> three square root four? No, 3.16. Pi equals our square. Four, four, five, hey, there we go. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 yeah, those, there we go. Those, those who have unmuted their lines. Huh? That number was discovered in a dream. All right? The birth of Jesus Christ was revealed in a dream and a vision. Joseph in a dream and a vision. So it's very important for us to realize that God does work and God does talk in dreams and visions. And when he does... He speaks clearly and supernaturally 
and lives are changed. Also in scripture, we see that God used dreams to guide and direct people's lives, dreams and visions, to guide and direct people's lives. Thank you, Lord. So, Pastor, how do I, let's dig a little bit deeper into dreams so tomorrow we can kick into visions. Pastor, how do I begin interpreting dreams? How do I begin interpreting? Number one, it's important for you to understand there are people called dreamers. There are people called dreamers. Dreamers are people who have many dreams. And don't ever let anyone, let, let's go to uh, Genesis 37 verse 8. Genesis 37 verse 8. Joseph had had a dream and he begins to tell his brothers. He tells his brothers, oh, my, my, uh, I had a dream that the stars, what, what, were, were bowing down to me. And this was happening. And then his brothers get upset. They tell him, you know, uh, shall you be the one who reigns over us? His brothers are now frustrated that Joseph is dreaming dreams that are against what he has, what they believe. You understand? Now, when you are a dreamer, when you're a dreamer, you need to realize that not everyone will believe what you see. But also, sometimes dreams can bring deceptions that can misguide somebody. So what you need to do is the dream must line up with the word of God. The dream must line up with the word of God. Don't dream that you, you left your husband or your wife and then you say, God must be saying, I'll be happier without you. This <laughs> is not in the word. <laughs> it's not in the word. And now, unless unless there there are the biblical reasons that are given for separation, and even those reasons, God says it's only because I had to. There are people who've been called to suffer in the marriage, and it is what it is. You take it as it is. Amen. So it is important to realize there are people who are dreamers. They dream every time. They're always dreaming. Always dreaming. So you must look and say, am I a dreamer? Now, if you don't have dreams and visions and you're a Christian, you need to pray for dreams and visions. We are talking about beginning to interpret beginning to interpret, but there are many Christians who don't dream. It's not okay for you not to have dreams and visions. First Samuel chapter three, verse one, when there is no vision, when there is no dream, first Samuel 28, six, it means eyes are closed. Remember, a percentage of your life is spent in dreams and visions. So when you're not dreaming and seeing visions, it's, it's a, 
It's a blocked area in your life, you understand. And the truth is, it's not that you're not seeing them, it's that you're not remembering. Proverbs 29 verse 18, I remember there's someone very special to me who never dreamt. And when I talked about dreams and visions, I prayed for them. And I said, I want you to begin having dreams and visions. Till today, they still dream and they have visions. Proverbs 29, 18, where there's no vision, the people perish. If I did not have visions and dreams, wow, 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 wow. I would be so blind in life. Do you know, I see things before they happen. That's why me, I relax as they happen because I saw it a long time. Very long time. So uh, it, it would be, it would be a very, hey, my calling would be, would be uh, very frustrating if that wasn't the case. Amos 3, 7, the Bible says, I will do nothing without revealing it to his servants, the prophet. God will do nothing without revealing it. They are chosen people, they are prophets and chosen people who God shows them dreams and visions. God shows them dreams and visions. Now, not everyone is an interpreter, not everyone is a dreamer, but it's important for you. Sorry, not everyone is an interpreter, but everyone is a dreamer. Not everyone is an interpreter, but everyone is a dreamer. However, people who have many dreams, often always dreaming, always at activity at night, they make great interpreters. Not everyone is an interpreter, but everyone is a dreamer. And people who have many dreams, make great interpreters. Who interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh in Egypt? Joseph. Why did Joseph interpret the dreams? Because he was a dreamer. He was a dreamer. Himself was a dreamer. Again, dreams must align with the word of God. Trust his word. Do not become spooky. First John 4, 1. Don't, don't become spooky. Amen. And don't, don't start finding meaning and insignificance in uh, things that are neither here nor there. Amen. Because you can go to the extreme and end up uh, missing out on what God is doing. Let us um, keep moving a little bit. So the things you want to remember, the things you want to remember in a dream, are we flowing together? The things you want to remember in a dream. Number one, what actions were you doing? What actions were you doing? What are the main actions? Number two, emotions before and emotions after. Emotions before and emotions after. If you have been fighting with your husband or your 
wife, and then you have a dream about your ex before you are fighting before you went to bed. Then you had a dream about your ex. That is not God telling you that you should have married your ex. It's not. <laughs> it is your emotions <laughs> that drove, drove you to get that dream. You are upset at the one you have now. Or, or you find, actually, this is a very common dream. One partner refuses to engage in sexual intimacy. And the person who says no begins to have dreams about someone else. So you're saying no to your physical spouse, but you begin to have dreams about someone else. And what usually ends up happening is that person emotionally begins to resent or cut away from their spouse because they are now building connections in dreams. Are you understanding? They're now connecting with other people in dreams. So realize, and we'll talk about sexual dreams and all those things on Friday, but realize God is not going to send you someone else in your dreams to satisfy your desires, apart from your husband or your wife. It doesn't work like that. Are you understanding? So you must observe your emotions. Where are your emotions during these dreams? And especially emotions after. If you wake up afraid, that is a sign that that dream uh, was, was, uh, was trying to tell you something. Remember, the Bible says that uh, when Jacob was being chased, Laban saw a dream in the night and he woke up and he was afraid of Jacob. He said, I let me leave this guy alone because God has appeared to me. Genesis 20 verse 3, Abimelech, Abimelech, God appeared to him and told him in a dream and told him, Abimelech, you are a dead man. You've touched Abraham's wife. You are a dead man. Of course, he woke up and he was afraid. So how you wake up is so important. How you wake up. There are times you could have the worst of the worst dreams, but you're not afraid. Those emotions are very important. Amen? People in dreams, and we're going to talk about more representations tomorrow. People in dreams don't represent the person. They represent the type of person. Type of person. Animals in dreams, animals represent the character of the animal. If you see a lion, lions are brave. God is talking to you about the character of that lion. If you see cats, cats sometimes are selfish. Cats sometimes are certain ways. If you see a dog, they represent character. Now, with the interpretation of dreams, we all see in part, you must continue to pray for God to reveal those things. When you see numbers, numbers, realize numbers represent purpose. 
purpose. So number seven represents perfect completion. Seven days of creation. So they represent different things. Colors have div different representations. Now, all these things you see, people, numbers, colors, animals, have two interpretations. There is good and bad. How do you determine if it was good and bad? You determine if it was good and bad by what you see, by what you see. The Bible says that Joseph saw seven, uh, sorry, Pharaoh saw seven lean cows, seven fat cows. They were both cows, they were seven. How could Joseph determine the difference by what he saw? These ones were fat, these ones were lean. What do cows do? Cows feed us, cows give us milk, cows eat from the ground. And because cows eat from the ground, it means for seven years, there will be nothing for cows to eat. And if there's nothing for cows to eat, it means there's nothing for us to eat. Therefore, Pharaoh, famine. Interpreting dreams is easy. You just need to understand what you're seeing and put, put it together. All right, these cows are fat. Fat is good. You want to be fat, okay? They have food to eat. They have this. Okay, so seven is still the same number. But in the first one, seven meant bad things. In the seven, second one, seven means something good. Have you understood that point? It's good and bad, but the same number. But you determine the difference by what you see. What are you actually seeing? That is why yesterday we said, you ask the Lord, show me, tell me what I'm looking at. Define, make it clear so I know what I'm looking at. Amen? And there are many numbers. Of course, we can't go through all of them in scripture. Um, one number which is very important in scripture is a thousand. When God gets to, uh, let, let, me, let me say that, let me, three numbers that are, that are key. Number one is one. Single number, one. Number two begins the numbers of agreement. Number two, if you watched uh, our live with Pastor Parsley yesterday, the live that we did with Pastor Parsley yesterday, we talked about the numbers of agreement. Number two represents agreement. The next number that's vital is 1,000 because God multiplies in thousands. You understand? One to a thousand, a lot of addition happens. But when God begins in scripture, when God begins to talk about thousands, he talks about multiplication. He owns a thousand, a thousand hills. The church was increased daily. Thousands joined the church. Multiplication begins in thousands. You understand? Just so, just knowing important numbers to look for in dreams. Oh, I saw thousands of people coming to hear me preach. I saw thousands of this. God is talking about increase and multiplication, you know. He's beginning to reveal multiplication. And I can talk, man, if there are topics that are easy for me to preach on, I can talk revelation, prophecies, all these things all day. Numbers, definitions, and all these prosperity, those are easy. The other ones take a lot of study. But these numbers and what, how everything is prophetic, 
how the earth is connected, the stars, the moon, the, the consolations align with the word of God. All those things are uh, prophetic, you understand. All right, so we've said now, animals represent characters. They represent characters, characters of people, characters of things. Uh, if you look at dogs, you look at swine, pigs, you realize Matthew 7, 6, God used them to describe characters. The Bible says, Proverbs 26, 11, a dog returning to its vomit, a dog returning to its vomit. If you see dogs in your dream and a dog is going back to where it's ate, where it's ate God may be telling you you're backsliding. God may be saying you're backsliding. Oh yeah, oh yeah. As a preacher, I'll tell you this, as a preacher, if, if you have a dream of sheep eating and dogs eating in one side, and the dogs, you sense, they, they look or feel like somebody, God is telling you you are backsliders in your church. There are people who are backsliding. And he's showing you that so that you can pray, so that you can see what to do and what uh, direction to take. Amen? Dream, dreams of birds, dreams of birds. When you look at uh, birds, birds in dreams, birds represent uh, a lot of movement, a lot of newness. Birds represent different seasons, different seasons. Birds represent, depending on what bird you see, depending on what bird you see. So again, it goes back to you must observe. It's not just a bird, but it's a, it's a crow. It's not just a bird, but it's a dove. It's not just a bird, but it's a vulture. They represent different things depending on what you see. Raven, crows, doves, eagle, they represent different things. First Kings 17, two to four. And the word of the Lord came unto me saying, I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. The ravens brought provision. The ravens brought provision. Remember, raven birds come to eat the harvest. So ravens could mean you're in a season of harvest. Ravens represent birds, sorry, birds represent movement. Birds have wings. Wings represent messages. Throughout scripture, birds are used to bring things. They bring messages. They bring confirmation of Jesus as the son of God. They bring the opening of the ark of God and the finding of land. Wings, messages, and such things. Joseph and the baker, the baker dreamt of birds and, and Joseph told him it's your end, amen? Hallelujah. And you'll see many dreams. I'm just giving simple examples for you to, uh, to think about. Different, let's, let's continue listing these. Different metals represent different things. You see gold, you see silver, different metals, uh, places. If God draws your attention to a specific place, actions and emotions, someone crying, someone not caring, 
Job 7.14. Job 7.14. Thou scarest me with dreams. Job was warned with dreams. Go to Job 7.14. I want you to see this. Job 7.14. Look at what Job said. When I say my bed shall comfort me, my couch shall ease my complaint. Job 7.14. Then thou scarest me with dreams and terrifies me with visions. Job was scared with dreams and visions. Could it be that God was warning Job in a dream about the spiritual warfare that was going on in heaven? Remember Job chapter one, the devil asked for Job. Could it be that God opened the heaven to show him, hey Job, there's something going on in the heavenlies. And we are going to see in the book of Job, Job realized that that was exactly what was happening. That was exactly what was happening. Amen. So Genesis 41, 16, God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Sometimes dreams show you that the warfare is over. It's times for peace now. Amen. Let's, let's keep going. Different things you see. You observe body parts. You observe colors. You observe people, vehicles, and such things. So all these things you see as you're looking at the dream, they represent different things. And it's important for you to observe. Are we together? So, so now you've seen, you've observed, you've understood. The next part is to test the origin of dreams. Test the origin. 1 John 4, 1. 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, Try the spirit, whether it is of God, for false prophets have gone into the world. Whatever you see, bring it into subjection of the word. Next, next point, 2 Timothy 3.16. Find the point of edification. Remember, I said you, God will not kill you in dreams. God shows you dreams to prepare you, to warn you, to tell you it's time to wake up and pray. The spiritual battles going on, strengthen your angels with prayer. God shows you dreams so you can do something and he can prepare you. We are going to see that in the book of Job. So find the point of edification. Find the point of edification. The devil is not going to warn you before he comes. So if you see a dream, something wrong is happening, it is God warning you. Does that point make sense? It's God warning you. The devil is not going to come tell you, oh, I'm coming to do this and do that. No, the devil is, is sneaky. So if you see distraction coming in a dream, it's God saying, hey, wake up and pray. Wake up and take action. Amen. Next, seek godly counsel. Seek godly counsel. Proverbs 11.4. Next. Everything you see connected to the word of God. I'm going to keep repeating that. And fight with the word. 
fight, remind God of his promise. Use the word to cancel negative dreams. Then bring, bring, very important point, bring present truth into the natural world. The truth of the word of God. Bring it. Say, Lord, this is where I am presently. But this is what your word says about me. And begin to battle the spiritual realm by strengthening and speaking the word. Remember, it's all about authorities. It's about authorities. Then lastly, you must obey. Obey, 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 obey. Obey God's direction. And that is where many believers find hard. God tells you, do this, do that. He shows you in a dream. The Bible says he'll show you even in a dream three times. And you still disobey. Disobey, disobey, disobey. You still disobey. It's amazing. It's amazing. Lord, help us. Amen. Deuteronomy 13.1. I want to finish with this. Deuteronomy 13.1. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and giveth thee signs or a wonder. And the sign or a wonder comes to pass. Wherefore he speak unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the word, words of that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart or with all your soul. There are dreams that will come into your life to test your heart. There are dreams that will come to show you nice things. I've told you about the one that I had where the devil took me under the ocean and showed me everything I could be. And the only thing I had to do was not serve God. I'll make you rich. I'll make you this. I'll make you that. I'll make you all these things. Why would you give all this up and go serve God? Christianity has a lot of sufferings. Christianity has a lot of this. And the devil said, all you've got to do is just reject Christ. And all these things, you can have them. Dreams can have a lot of temptations. Temptations. And when temptations come in dreams, they are trying your heart. The devil uses dreams to misguide people. And God can use dreams to check the conditions of our heart. Very quickly, dreams that misguided the world. Dreams that misguided, oh, this will bless you. This will bless you so much. We are finishing up. Sid Haratha Gautaman, Sid Haratha Gautaman, the founder of Buddhism. He lived in the days of Zachariah, Malachi, in the year 
563 BC. Sitting under a tree that is called the B-O-D-H-I tree, Bodhi tree, he received a hallucination about a place called Nirvana or Nirvana, about the ideal peace of mind. And right under that tree, he began practicing what we call yoga today and mind control. Basically, the, the hallucination took him into a state of what he called Nirvana, a search for peace of mind. And he began practicing mind control and yoga. And today, those are the main ways of worship in this religion. Church, this man had a vision and it misguided him as opposed to guiding him. Islam, Islam, Muhammad, his real name was Uber El Kazim. Uber El Kazim, Uber El Kazim. He was born in Mecca in 1570 AD. 40 years, at the age of 40, he entered into a cave. And in the cave, while he was praying with the Bible, mind you, with the Bible, he met a man whose name was Gabriel, Angel Gabriel, prayer and fasting at the age of 40. He met a man whose name was Gabriel. And this man choked El Kazim, choked him. And said, proclaim the name of the Lord, the creator who created man from the clot of blood. That's what the angel Gabriel was choking him saying. And it took him 22 years, 22 years. He wrote and memorized what is now called the Quran. If you read the Quran, you see it has a lot of similarities to the Bible, 78,000 words and stories that are connected to the Bible. And he said he was inspired by this spirit to go and declare the creation of man. And today, Islam believes that Muhammad is like Jesus to what we Christians are. But Muhammad was a conqueror. He used the Quran to conquer nations at 40 plus. And what you realize is it all began in a spiritual encounter in a cave. Church, don't go praying and fasting and come out crazy, telling people that now you're starting a new religion, please. You've taken visions and dreams to the extreme. You understand? The Book of Mormon, the Church of the Later Day Saints, Joseph Smith, the same thing, had a vision in 1820. He was in the woods, he was praying, and he says that he saw the Trinity, and the Trinity wrote for him a new revelation, a new book, which is wrong. You cannot add to the Book of Revelation. You cannot add to it. Next, 
the unification church, the new church of, the, of Jerusalem, Janine Dixon, Edgar Casey, the readers, all these are people who their religion was started by visions, by dreams. But these dreams and visions don't align with the word of God. Palm reading, star reading, dream interpreters, they all began with dreams. Church, majority of the false religion in the world today, they have a little bit of Christian-like behavior, but they take out Christ. Because the dream, the devil got in that dream and twisted it and turned it the, uh, around. So be careful that even as you go into understanding and interpreting dreams and vision, they align with the word of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your grace. As we continue on this topic, Lord, we ask you that interpretation comes from the Lord. Revelation comes from the Lord. We ask you to bring interpretation. We ask you to be the one who guides us through understanding what you're doing in dreams and visions. May you be glorified through everything we do. May your life be transformed. May our lives be transformed through your word, to the glory and to the honor of your name. I bless everyone under my voice. Cause their spiritual eyes to be enlightened, that they may see the truth of your calling for their life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you all. Love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.